and watch this week's Devil in the Detail podcast. I'm Rob Parkinson, and we're here talking all things Salford Red Devils. Join the show this week, as ever, we've got Paul Whiteside. All right, Paul, how's your week been so far? Yeah, hey, Rob, yeah, okay. Thank you, mate. All right, busy at work and, and what have you. But, uh, yeah, looking forward to the weekend and another match. And season's getting closer now with games every week. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to this uh, Friday. Yeah, we've got a lot to go on uh, this week. Paul, it was great to get back to the match last week on Saturday, uh, Derby Day against Swinton. It was a nice day, lots of fans as well. It was a you know, really good event. Yeah, it was. It was, and um, I was just a bit late getting there to actually wait for my dad uh, to get his skates on. And we was like, I, I missed the first, I missed the kickoff, but uh, that's the first time I've been late for a match for for a long time. But mm. uh, but yeah, enjoyed it. I, sadly, I didn't get to see the, the the women's game, but I've read all about it and seen uh, bits and pieces on the internet. So uh, you know, I'd I'd like to 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 go to their next match if I can do. It sounded a, a great event that, and everyone was dead excited about it. So they've had some really good coverage as well. So really exciting that, and then obviously the. The match um, afterwards, you know, the, the the men's game, it was great. It was, um, you know, I thought Swinton came and, and gave a good account of themselves. It was a good atmosphere. There was a good crowd there as well. And, um, and yeah, really enjoyable day. And it's, it's great to be back when you've had that much time off. You, you just want to see the, the players again, don't you, and, uh, and see a match. And, you know, there were some impressive performances on, on both sides, really. Yep. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the women's game and uh, we'll look at all the big news coming out of the club in the, in the last few days. So we'll start with a victory against Swinton. You're listening to Devil in the Detail and this is your Big Match Review. So, Salford were victorious in their first pre-season match of the season they beat uh, Swinton forty-eight points to twelve. Paul, you know what? I thought it was—I thought it was a good game. I thought it was a good workout for the for the players, and it's a kind of sort of pre-season match that you need early. Yeah, of course it is. I, I don't tend to read too much into to pre-season friendlies, really, as they call them. I, I don't think it's a friendly, but it's more of a warm-up game, isn't it? And yeah, considering they're not played for a long time, I, I think we did well. We scored some good tries, and yeah, there was. It's never a, a, you never get like a fluid eighty-minute performance do you, in one of those sort of games because you know players are coming off and things like that. I think for a coach, you just want to work on situations, work on combinations, and and, and give players you know the, the game time that they need and avoid injuries. And they seem to do that. So, uh, I mean, I saw a few comments from people. I think Swinton supporters saying, "Oh, Salford are going to struggle this that, and the other," but. Oh, that I'd never read anything into it. I, I I just thought it was an enjoyable game. Both sides got a run out, um, and, it, and it was it was good. It was a good performance with some good tries and nice to see you know you know some of the newer players. I thought Ryan Briley got involved and it looked very very enthusiastic. I thought Dion Cross, you know, he came in and did a great job. Got man of the match award and for a player that's probably you know at the start of the season or before that game game kicked off. I mean. You wouldn't have really had him on the. I don't think there's many supporters who would have had him in the the opening sort of thirteen. And whereas now, after that performance, he's put himself right up there now. So he did himself the world of good. So uh, so yeah. So I was impressed with with a few of the new signings as well. So uh, so yeah, it was it was good. It was good to get there and uh, and good to see the game. Yeah, talking about uh, Dion Cross, we uh, I spoke to him uh, this week and he told us all of you know how it went and uh, here it is now. <laughs> 
All right, Dion, it's Rob. Congratulations on the try-scoring debut against Swinton Lions last week. Uh, how long did it manage to you know you were going to start the game and were you nervous? Uh, no, it pretty, pretty much got dropped on me uh, the day before. Uh, I think Paul, Paul Rowley just said to me, he said, oh, you, uh, Dan Sargentson's suspended. He said, you're going to be playing centre. <laughs> so I think I've only had one training session at centre and he's just... Yeah threw me in at the deep end really uh, but yeah no I loved it loved every minute you played in the centre and scored an impressive display do you see yourself as a centre going forward or are you willing to fill in anywhere in that back line going forward yeah I see myself as a winger that's my number one spot but uh, also as well you know if the team need me at centre I can I could play centre as well you started at Sellers, but this is your first full time Super League pre-season how does this compare to pre-seasons you've had Experience before at Barrow and Witness, and have you felt any benefits so far being involved in that full-time environment? Oh yeah, it's um, it's totally different. Um, I feel the intensity-wise, it's a lot higher intensity. Um, you know, I try to compare it to it's like from you like you play, like you playing a game at training, so it's it's just one hundred and ten percent, hundred mile an hour at training compared to championship. It's a little bit more um, laid back. It's still tough, but it's nowhere near as tough as Super League. Yeah. Halifax this week with a big step up in quality. Are you excited about the game and the challenge that lay ahead in Super League in 2022? Yeah, uh, feeling confident going into this game. Uh, after last week's performance, you know, I've got something to build off. Um, I was nowhere near my best last week, still a bit rusty, obviously, for not playing for such a long time. Um, but yeah, confident. I think Halifax do a really physical side and playing against them last year, uh, really tough through the middle, got some good forwards and, you know, got some experience who've played in Super League. Uh, for me, going forward in 2022, um, hopefully, you know, to get a starting spot, uh, whether it's wing or, you know, if I need to fill in at centre, I'm happy to play there as well, uh, just as long as I get that chance. But yeah, it'd be good uh, for me to play at wing this year and, you know, just have a successful season. So that was Dane Cross uh, talking to me, Paul, and he, he said that he didn't really know beforehand he was going to play and Paul Rowley just sort of sprung it on him. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And um, he did well. He, he looked like he had a good turn of pace. And, you know, I thought he was a winger and he, he did his, He came in there and played in the centre. So I think he showed a bit of versatility there. But no, he did, he did look very energetic, very quick. And he had a hand in a couple of the tries as well. So he, he seemed to have something about him. Very, very impressive performance there. People might say, oh, well, it's only against Swinton. But he only play against, um, you know, the, the team in front here. And, you know, he didn't do himself any harm there. You know, he's great to, to play well there and hopefully he keeps his place in the side this week for Halifax. And if he has another good game there, we could see him in the side against Warrington. So I know there's some just some big names in the three quarters. And obviously you've got Sargent who's suspended, you've got Callum Watkins in there as well, and the the lad from um who's coming over from Australia, his name I can't pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, it's good to see a, a lad doing well there, a homegrown lad as well. And I know Dion's not He's not a young kid, is he? He's been around for a while now. He's sort of mid-twenties, isn't he? So uh, this is the opportunity now for him to, to seize his chance. I mean, if he doesn't take it now, will he ever take it? So uh, he's got a massive opportunity now and he really seems like he's got a good attitude to me. Yeah, I think it's Tim Laffine. I think it was announced that uh, he's got his he's got his uh, he's got his visa through now, so he should be uh, coming shortly, Paul. Which is great for Paul Rowley. Mm. Obviously, um, you know, lots of covering that covering that back division. Uh, Cross says that he, he'd like to play anywhere. He can he can fill in anywhere in that back row, back division. So it's great that we have these uh, you know people who can compete for places. 
Well, that's right. And we've got Joe Burgess there to come back as well, who, who's, who's not played. Reese Williams and, and Ken Seo. So you've got some 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 good wingers and some good three some good centres there. So good good three quarter line. So uh, there's competition for places, isn't there? In in all those back positions, really. I mean, Brian Briley, Morgan Esgray look like they're going for the, the full back position. And you know, I, I was impressed with, with Ryan at the weekend. And then we seem to um, have a team full of back rowers. We we've got plenty. I mean, we know we've got a few out on the sidelines at the moment. Joe Green and Jack Wells have come in, but I thought Shane Wright was was very good in that game at the weekend. He he scored a couple of tries and set a few tries up as well. And you know, looks a real good solid second row man. And uh, Elijah Taylor, I thought, did really well. You know, he struggled with injury last season, but he's a, he's a very very clever player. So uh, so there was a lot of impressive performances there for me. And you know, good to see. Uh, it's always good to see new guys when they come in. You know, know play well. So uh, yeah, it's exciting. Mark Sneed and Brody Croft in the halfbacks as well. Mark Sneed, exciting player. I know he missed a couple of kicks, didn't he, at the weekend, and got some ironic boos from the crowd. But uh, no, I think he, I think he'll do well for us. Yeah, lots of creativity, lots of tries. Tries from Brody Croft, uh, Ryan Briley, um, Joe. Uh, Dion Cross, uh, Ken Seo and, uh, and Andy Ackers uh, going over in the first half ball. We went in 26 nil to the good. Uh, and it was it was a solid performance, I thought. Yeah, it was. Uh, I thought Swinton came and played some enterprising stuff early doors didn't, before we scored. Um, they got a penalty goal and decided to run it. I thought they might have kicked for goal there, but they, they didn't. But uh, but they, they gave a good account of themselves. But I think we scored sort of three tries in very, very quick succession, didn't mm-hmm. we, at one stage there and put our foot on the gas. And, and sometimes when a Super League side does that against, you know, don't forget Swinton in the League One, the two leagues below us, aren't they? It's, it's hard for, for them to sort of uh, to get up to that level. But other than that, I thought they, they, they made a real good fist of it. They've got some decent players there. And in that League One, I think they're going to be very, very competitive. But for us, yeah, it was um, a decent first half performance and good to, to entertain the crowd with some some good tries and some exciting tries as well. Brody Croft and uh, Ryan Braley on that left edge there, they did a bit of damage there and, uh, you know, it was entertaining stuff to watch. Yeah, Swinton hit back though with a try from, I think, Mike Button, Will Hope. But then obviously Salford found another gear and, uh, you know, we scored a few tries towards the way, towards the end. Andy Acker's got his second, Reese Williams got one. Um, and uh, yeah, we, we, we were in control um, and I was quite impressed with the way they, they play. Because obviously I think to myself, with pre-season... There's no. It's difficult to figure out where you are this early in in, in the in the process. Uh, but they didn't didn't seem like they were flying, but it didn't seem like they were struggling, which is always a good sign. Yeah, that's right. As I said before, nobody ever remembers pre-season results to the end of the day. It's about tuning yourself up, and for us, we've got to be ready for that game at Weldon Road against Castleford because that's going to be a tough game. That's going to be a real tough game. They've got a new coach, a lot of new players in there as well. Casper's always an hard place to go. So that that's the match. I mean, I know you've got Lee Mossop's testimonial coming up at Warrington, but to me, it doesn't really matter a fig that. You want to play well and, and do well, but the bread and butter is that Super League game at Casper. That's what we're striving for and that's what we need to be ready for. So, you know, Paul Rowley will, will want to tune his players up and have them, you know, fit as butcher's dog ready for that game. So these these games now you're playing Swinton, Halifax, and and Warrington, a step up every week. Halifax, no disrespect to Swinton, but will be a step up. They're a tougher side. They're in a league above. So, you know, we, we'll see how we go this week, and, and let's hope we'll improve. Because don't forget, it's your first hit out. I mean, I know they had a bit of a training sort of session behind closed doors game against London um, a couple of weeks ago, I think it was. But you know, when you've been out for that long since what November or, or whenever. 
you've only been training. You've not been that match hardness, have you? So in the game against Swinton, blows the cobwebs off and then Halifax, I think you'll see a bit more intense performances coming Friday. I spoke to uh, Ryan Bradley after the game also uh, and this is what we had to say. Hey mate, all right? Yeah. Um, how do you think that went? Um, good, as I mentioned. Then I think um, it was quite evident that the style of play, I think we, we got a lot of that into us. Um, things we can we, we can fix up and um, but I don't know. I, 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 I just said to, to Luke then I'd like, I'm I'm pleased that it went it went down well. Uh, the, the, especially the style of play, it's, it's different. Um, not for me. Obviously, I've been involved in that system for, for a while with with Rolls and Aggie, but it's very different and and probably a lot different to, to previous years. Um, going to take some getting used to for, for fans and and we are going to throw the ball around. So um, I think it's not. What I stress is it's definitely not off the cuff because we practice that way. So it's definitely not off the cuff. So please um, don't write about it being off the cuff and an off the cuff style because it's probably a little bit um, disrespectful, I suppose, because we do train train so hard and, and that's Rolls and Aggie and, and Danny's philosophy. So um, really, really excited about what the levels... Are. Listen, we're, we know we're scratchy in parts, but really excited by the levels we can we could potentially go to with, with that style. Yeah, scoring your first try as well. In front of an empty style standing party, but it must be a big, big moment for you. Yeah, I, w- I was <laughs> I didn't too mind whether to celebrate it or not. Um, because normally I just put the ball in the stand and stuff, so especially with it being being solved, yeah, again, I know I know it's a friendly and and the grand scheme of things probably means nothing, but um, for me and, and my family, I think that they've, they've probably dreamed of that moment for. For, for many years, so to see, to see regardless of whoever's watching and, and what type of game it is, to see me cross the line in a, in a Salford shirt, um, I know it. I know it meant meant the world to him, especially especially my dad. So um, now nah, I'm really happy I could I could do that for him. It's it's nice to um, to give to give back to your family who've, who've, who've supported you for so long. So um, yeah, really um, really humbling, bit of, bit of an emotional uh, moment. So um, I'm glad I'm glad they're happy anyway. Yeah, Halifax next week. Up from this and another another opportunity to impress. Yeah, definitely. I think um, uh, looking at Halifax we've recruited, I think it'll be a tough game to be honest. I think it'll be a real challenge for us. Um, I think we're going to get a few bodies back as well on the back of uh, the COVID stuff. So uh, uh, plenty more more uh, competition for places. Uh, you can tell it out there a lot of giddiness uh, and everyone was ready to play. So um, I, I'm, it was a great day for it. I suppose you can. Especially in pre-season, you think of dark days and wintry nights, but that was a, a, a nice day to kind of get all your skill in. So it was, it was a real, um, real pleasant day to be honest. And um, I'm glad, I'm glad plenty of numbers turned out in, in yourselves. I think it was really good. I think uh, the the attention of it was was brilliant. And um, hopefully we can keep creating a brand of rugby and a, and a style of play what what is entertaining for for you guys to to report on, which is um, which would be a great bonus for us. So that was Ryan Briley after the game, talking to himself, Paul, and, and he was sort of impressed with the style of play that, that the, the boys have, are trying to co- sort of create. He talked about how open it was and it's it's not off the cuff. He, he wanted to stress that, you know, they practice hard. It's all organised. A lot of people said to me last season about matches saying we're predictable, we're a bit boring to watch and things like that. I don't I, I don't know. I think there was some exciting games last season. I mean, that 9-8 game at Uddersfield was quite exciting. Yeah. But I, I do get what you mean. Um I think the side do look a bit more attacking. You, if you look down the, the squad, 
I think you've got more attacking players there now. Perhaps mm. you know a bit more flair in the side there, particularly at half-back. So, uh, mind you, too, he was a good half-back, wasn't he? But I think you've got a bit more structure there as well. It looked like that to me. And Ryan Briley is, is another player that's been sort of a crossroads in his career. He's, he's been well-travelled. He's played at Lee. He was at Huddersfield. I think for him now, he's, he's come to a club that he supported as a boy. And, you know, it's it's time for him to make his mark on Super League. And and I, I think he's got an opportunity now with Salford. He's at a place where I think he's going to get adulation from the supporters. You know, if he if he gives it gives it his all every week, the supporters will give him the love. He'll get the love at Salford. There's no doubt about that. And um, I I got the impression on, on, on Saturday that, um, you know, his heart does seem in it at Salford. He looked like full of enthusiasm. He had a smile on his face. And that's what supporters, that's all supporters want. Um and if he can bring that game to solve with that support game, that you know the way he plays, the way he backs up, he'll score a few tries. Him, mm. I mean, you look at Richie Myler at Leeds. He does that sort of job at Leeds. He plays at full back, but he's all over the place. He's always there backing up. And if we can get that sort of player off Ryan Briley, you've got a very, very useful player there. Yeah, I think he want, he talks about sort of educating himself, watching um, sort of videos on YouTube, and 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 because obviously he's moving into that fullback role, uh, he feels like he's learning all the time, which which is great uh, for us. It's great for him, uh, and it's great for the club as well and the team because obviously, like you said, he's a threat. And uh, with him and Sneed and, and Brody Croft, uh, Andy Ackers in in that sort of diamond shape, you've got creativity all over there, Paul. So uh, if you've got your runners, you'll get tries. Yeah, definitely. Looking at Brodie Croft, I didn't really think he was a creator. He, he looked more like he's going to be sort of a runner. So I think you've got marks need to do your creating. Because for me, when you've got two halfbacks, you can't have two the same, really. You need the two different players. You need one as your, your runner and, and then one as your, your anchor man, the one who's going to guide you around the pitch. So we've got the strike players there. I think Andy Ackers, as you said, is another guy there who's got... Got massive potential. He's not quite fulfilled it yet, Salford, but I think this could be the season for him. You know, he's settling into the side now. Obviously, there's a, it was difficult last season for anybody to settle in because you had a lot of games postponed, you had players self isolating, this and this. So it's hard to get that sort of rhythm. So this time now, I think, you know, players like him, Ryan Briley, you've got a good attacking sort of spine there of the side. Um, the halfbacks are going to be pivotal for us, aren't they? But we saw. Quite a bit of quality there from from Croft and and Sneed and I mentioned Elijah Taylor before. He's he's part of that 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 spine as well, isn't he? At loose forward, he's got a cracking pair of hands on him as well. If he can get that ball shifting out wide, you got your back rowers there. That Shane Wright looks a very very useful player. So all the signs are there for um, for a good season. I know the squad's not massive, um, but if we can avoid injuries and, and and play things right and and be wise about it, there's no reason why we can't make a mark on on Super League this season. Yeah, I agree with that. I thought defensively, uh, Swinton sort of threw the kitchen sink at us sort of in the first 10 minutes of either half and we stood up to that pressure, which is which is good. Obviously, different with Super League intensity and Super League speed, but good sign. Yeah, there was a few mistakes. There was a few mistakes that were disappointed. I know, um, was it Elijah Taylor dropped the ball, didn't he, from the kickoff? I made a mess of it at the kickoff and there was little things like that that perhaps we need to stamp out because... Super League side, maybe like Castleford, would have scored and took advantage of that. But these are the things you've got to iron out. Uh, that's why you play pre-season games. You, you've, you've got to get ready. You're not going to get everything 100% and tick all the boxes in, in game one. So uh, you've, got, you've got to work on things, haven't you? And hopefully you, you play Halifax and then you come away from the Halifax game on Friday night and say, yeah, we've, we've played better t- today. and It's been a better performance. It's been more intense um, and we get a better run out. So 
So, yeah, I don't think Paul Rowley will be looking into that game too much and, and sort of being wound up about it. He'll probably be disappointed that they, they let two tries in. I mean, I was disappointed. Not taking anything away from Swinton, but I wanted us to nil Swinton. But, you know, that, I think I think Paul Rowley would have done. You know, you go into those sort of games and you want to pride yourself on your defence, don't you? But, you know, credit to Swinton. They, they played some good stuff and took their opportunities. Yeah. So, obviously, you know, we're moving on now to the Halifax game and that's something obviously Paul Rowley will be looking at and hopefully we've, we'll take the, the negatives from uh, from last Saturday even though there wasn't that many uh, and obviously a few players coming back and, and we'll uh, we'll put in a number of performance uh, going forward. Yeah, Paul Rowley's old club, Halifax. He spent quite a, a number of years there, didn't he, in, in the Super League in, in the 90s. A good proud club as well, Dan Murray. One of our old friends on the podcast, uh, he, he plays at Halifax now, so it'll be uh, exciting to see him again because I know he's uh, he's doing really well at Halifax and he's well loved by the supporters there and playing for the Colin Dixon Trophy as well. You know that's uh, that's something special. So the last time we competed for that, I think was a bitterly cold day, wasn't it? A few few years ago, we I think Robert Robert Louis dropped a goal, thirteen six at um, yeah. Rings a bell, yeah. That was a very cold. I can remember taking my youngest daughter there, and she was absolutely freezing. <laughs> I think I've got a photograph of her in the crowd shivering. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's always it's always good to play Halifax. It's um, it's a nice away trip going there as well. I'm sure they'll bring some sports to the AJ Bell, and looking forward to Friday night. It should be another step up. Yep. Let's talk, also talk about the the women's game. Uh, Salford Devils ladies uh, won their first game um, against Swinton Lions. They won. 30 points to four, uh, Paula. A great result for the ladies. Uh, obviously, they've just come together and uh, are coming away with a big win there. Like I said, I, I missed the game on Saturday, being a bit late to it, but the enthusiasm of the of the players and, and everybody on, on Twitter and, and Facebook, social media, and, you know, um, it, it's been absolutely outstanding, really, to, to see, you know, Gareth Walker's done a massive piece in the, in the newspaper as well, which was great. Um, yeah, great for the club. Really, I think he's helping to put us on the map, and it's going to be um, it's going to be a long road. It's it's not something that you you can do overnight. I mean, you look at the the, the top sides in women's rugby league, you know, Leeds and St. Helens, and they've got some some quality players, and, and probably you know great respect to Salford. Their players are probably a level above us at the moment, aren't they? And, and, but that's up to us to to get to that level now, and you've got to start somewhere. And we started there with a win, so it's I think it's on about building a building a process now and. The, the more people we can get behind our club, I've said it before, is is the better. Let's let's have a, a wheelchair team, a, a, a women's team, you name it. Let's let's have them all playing for Salford Rugby League Club. It's, it, it made me feel proud. I know Paul King was really proud about it. Great to see, just great to see all the love for uh, for it on the on the social media. Like I said, and great result, and they all seem to have enjoyed themselves. I seen some of the ladies having the pizza at the end of the game as I was coming in. <laughs> And uh, oh, great to see! And looking forward to the next game. I know they've announced some fixtures, haven't they, as well? So uh, I'll be doing my best to get to them and uh, cheer them on. Uh, talk about this game. Though. I'll give you a breakdown of what happens. Uh, Salford's first uh, try scorer historically. Uh, it was she was called Vanessa Hadley. She went over. Uh, we've got a uh, pop up podcast with her uh, that's going to be out in the next couple of days. Fascinating interview. Uh, lots of great stuff. She told us about the women's rugby league and how she got into it. Um, Sam Boyles crashed over to make it eight nil. Salford Swinton hit back uh, with the. Try from uh, Burkitt uh, for them but then Salford in a two minute period crashed over with two tries one from Lauren uh, Ellison and one from Abby Collins to stretch the uh, the lead further uh, Demi Jones converted to make it 18-4 and then captain Louise Fellingham she crashed over and Salford were away then and uh, 
Casey Naylor finished the scoring and a goal, or another goal from Jones to make it 34. So, ladies scoring tries, playing attractive rugby, uh, a great day for Silver Red Devils. Yeah, uh, well, the article I was referring to before was with Louise, was with um, Gareth Walker, I think, with his Daily Mirror article, and that was a great read as well. So, um, she, she's doing great things there. and. No, it's great publicity for the club, as I said, and they deserved it. They deserved the victory, and I think they've been working really hard, haven't they? Mm. You know, for this, there's been a lot of training going in, training, you know, dedication goes into that training two nights a week. You know, you're working and you're doing a job as well, so they're, they, they've really put the hours in, you know, to get to this. I mean, I'll be honest with you, I, I didn't expect Salford to win that game. I know Swinton have been going a while, they're established, I thought it might be a really tough game, but... They just seem to, to not, no disrespect to Swinton, not, not brush them aside, but, you know, really sort of be beyond expectations there, really, and, and win the game quite comfortably. So, um, so yeah, a great great performance and, and a great start to uh, to Women's Rugby League for Salford Rugby League. Yeah, fantastic stuff. Uh, I'll tell you the fixtures now. They've got uh, Lee Minor Rangers on uh, the 20th of February, which is a Sunday um, away. Uh, a 2 p.m. kickoff. Then they play Rochdale on the 26th of February at half 12. I think that's at home. And then they play Wakefield uh, on the 6th of March at 2 p.m. I think. No, that's not at home. It's at Caddy's at Rhinos. It's at Caddy's at Rhinos. Stadium. Yeah, yeah. I saw that today. So uh, Caddy's is not too far to get to. So I'll be uh, doing my best to get down to that one. Then there's a Rochdale Hornets game as well. So, so yeah, really exciting times for the ladies. And um, yeah, wish them all the best. And Going off off um, off Saturday's result, I don't think they'll have too many problems. I think they'll be okay. Yeah, Canizad Rhinos. It was that's that's basically. I think by the sound of it, is the home ground uh, postcode is M forty four five E H. If you want to go and watch them against Rochdale on the twenty sixth of Feb, half twelve kickoff, and then Wakefield on the sixth of March, two pm kickoff, at the same place. So hopefully people will get down there, support the ladies, and uh, they'll uh, grow and grow. And it'll be exciting times in the in the future. Uh, so that's uh, look back at both matches, and uh, now we'll look at all the big news. Uh, coming out uh, this week. So, first big piece of news, uh, Paul. Uh, end of end of last week, really. Uh, Alex Gerrard uh, signed um, for us a prop forward, ex Lee, big unit. Showed some good touches against Swinton. Um, good signing. Yeah, he's a big lad. Yeah, I noticed that. I, I remember him playing for Witness. Um, yeah, he's not he's not an old guy either. He's quite quite a youngish youngish fella and I think we needed strengthening really there and you know in that position especially in the front row and he looked one of the biggest forwards on the pitch to me at the weekend so yeah it's, it's, a, it's a good sign that you can never have enough forwards can you and enough, enough guys in the front row doing the hard yards and doing the work so uh, he seems like he's another guy with a good attitude as well and with a, with a point to prove so uh, so yeah like you said some some good touches there for him and it'll be interesting to see how he goes you know against Halifax this week if he gets another run out yeah, we obviously talked about our pack and obviously Lee being a little bit light, but signings like Alex Gerrard fills the gap, Paul. And that's important, obviously, with the, with the team we have. Uh, you need your sets of forwards to be going forward to create the space for your backs to score tries. Yeah, well, we had two new uh, two new players in there at the weekend. Well, a couple of new players in there. We had uh, we had King, didn't we, in the uh, 
in the front row and, and Akawala as well who, who played and you had, you had that Shane Wright coming in Sam Luckley was on there as well so you know Sam looked trim he looked like he trimmed down a bit to me and, uh, and and lost a bit of weight he looked really athletic and it's a big season for him you've got Jack Wells coming back in from injury I think and Greenwood as well uh, James Greenwood's got to come in so there's, there's plenty of players there Jack Armand Ride missed at the weekend didn't he so I think we've got got plenty of options in the pack and uh, it was probably just the size people were worrying about but you know Alex Gerrard's a big lad and I'm sure he'll be a good addition for us yeah other news uh, we're playing Halifax on Friday night for the Colin Dixon Trophy a legend at both clubs um, and hopefully I think we won the last one was it 13-7 at the AJ Six. Bell so it was at Halifax oh was it so that's a yeah. good that's a, hopefully we can retra- retain that yeah, let's hope so. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a great trophy, isn't it? It's a Hall of Famer at Halifax and, and Salford, Colin Dixon. And a uh, long time ago, he signed for Salford. I think it was sort of November time, 1968. So when he signed at Salford and, you know, played an awful lot of games for us and, and coached the club and, you know, a tremendous, tremendous um, player in, in his career. And, yeah, it's it's great to have that trophy and, um to, to have the, the two sides play for that at the weekend, I think it'll be smashing that. And, you know, they'll, they'll both be busting their gut to, to, to get that trophy. And, uh, you know, as I said before, it's a step up from the, the Swinton game. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You know, Halifax are a good club, aren't they? And uh, I'd love to see them back in the Super League. I, I think they're one of the... When I first started watching rugby league, Halifax were one of the top top dogs, really. They, they won the Challenge Cup and they won the Championship in the 80s as well, didn't they? had some super players playing for them at Thrummall. It was always a very hard place to go to. I, don't think I ever saw Salford win there. I <laughs> lose a few times. But, um, but yeah, good club. And, um, and yeah, Colin, the Colin Dixon trophy is really special. Yeah. Final bit of news, Paul. A good news story, really. A few weeks ago, the club announced that they were sending some shirts and some balls to Ghana uh, to to allow the, the, the people over there who wants to play uh, to have better equipment and, and things like that. And they finally arrived, Paul, which is great. There's sort of pictures on social media of these Ghanaians playing with the balls and wearing the shirts. And it's great that we're getting out there and, and we're supporting them in the, in this at this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was thinking about that the other day, and it's magnificent that you can have something like that over the other side of the world, and, and though you know, spreading the the name of Salford, and wouldn't it be great if we could have a sort of a supporters branch? You know, like we have a supporters club branches yeah. all over the world. I've have one in Ghana because I noticed when um, I was working there, Man City's round a bit back, and I might have told you the story before on the uh, the walkways that go up to the. Um, the stands they have all the names of all the different supporters clubs they've got they've got thousands all over the world and how could it be to get you know some solver ones all over the world i know we've got a lot of supporters in australia we've got a facebook page dedicated to the australian supporters but you know Ghana as well it's, it's a massive country isn't it and i know they, they like the football over there don't they but if we can get them into rugby league and you know who knows in in a few years time you could have some some real athletes coming from that neck of the woods who want to play rugby league and you know you could get them playing in in, in super league so uh, so yeah it's a little acorns isn't it rob but you know things start from that don't you and great gesture from Salford, it really was and th- th- those people will be really thankful for that and they're really excited by it and you no know, good luck to them yeah we've got 32 listeners in ghana oh every week they listen yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? I mean, you, you told us that. We were chatting about that last week, weren't we? And mm. it, it, it baffles me that 
technology in it how, how people can listen to it. But no, it was great. They enjoy it and you know and, and listening to us and and supporting the club. I think that's that that's great. We've just got to spread it and keep getting more and more. But you know, hats off to those people in Ghana. So that's all the the big news. And now we'll look forward to the game against Halifax uh, on Friday. It's time for the Devil of the Details. Big So, Salford face Halifax, the AJ Bell Stadium on Friday, Paul. I spoke to head coach Paul Rowley in the build-up to that, and this is what we had to say. Coach's Corner. All right, Paul, it's Rob. What three positives do you take from the Swinton win last week? <laughs> uh, yeah, so three positives. Um, obviously, uh, the physical side of things to get some minutes under our belt. Um, I thought uh, we were very well disciplined. Um, you know, we yeah, everything was good on that on that part. Um, in 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 a in a time where. Um, there's a massive focus on concussions and, and head injuries. So we're going to, you know, we, we want to be, want to be really good and disciplined and keep bodies on the field, which we did. And, and, and yeah, just the, the combinations and, and, and giving ourselves a, a start point I, I thought was good. So the, the DNA that we want to try and implement, um, you know, was, was the, you know, is evident. And, and, and if, if anything else, it's just a matter of always, fine-tuning and adding more detail. So, uh, lots of positives to, to, to pick, you know, three directs up. I know I've waffled a little bit there. but uh, This part of the season is all about fitness, building confidence and putting structures in place. From what you've seen so far at the Swinton game and in training, have you got a starting 17 in mind uh, for the Super League or are there, are there shirts still up for grabs? Shirts up for grabs, Uh that's the easiest answer to that. I don't think I need to elaborate any any further. Obviously, we've you, you can you'll all piece a different team up together. So uh, yeah, we've, our spine's looking pretty solid, and 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 probably the easiest part to select. But other than that, um, no, it's it is all. Halifax on Friday night. What's your, what what you're looking for most this week, which you didn't see at the Swinton game. Uh, well, we got to see it all last week. Uh, other than you know, we just obviously want to progress in terms of the detail. We've got more bodies, so it'll have a different feel to it. Probably a little bit more disjointed this week. Um, and so um, again, it'll be the same objectives of last week, really, against a, a more physical and you know, a better side. With all due respect to Swinton, that Halifax are going to be looking to be top three in Championship, and uh, they're a very, very good side. So just a tougher opposition. So that was Paul Rowley, Paul, talking about the pre- preview in the game against Halifax. And, and we talked about the, the Swinton game and, and that he was you know happy with the, the physical side of it. But I think this Halifax side is going to be a much physicaler, bigger test. Yeah, um, I, I'd say so as well. I mean, I know Swinton are probably one of the favourites in the, in the League One, but you've got a big step up to the Championship and... Some good sides in that championship. If you look at the bookmakers, you've got Featherstone Rovers and, and Lee, who are out and out going to be the favourites to pay with them, aren't they? But Halifax, I'd probably say they're third or fourth, you know, in the running. Um, 
yeah, they're going to be a good side in that division. They were, they did, they've done well for the last few years, haven't they? Finishing in, in, in the playoffs and in and around it. So, got some clever players as well. Like I said before, Daniel Murray's in that team there, and you know, there's a good pack of forwards. They're always a tough side to beat, especially at home. So they're they're going to be going to be a tough team in that division, and it's going to be a tough test for us. It's up to us to uh, to step our game up. There's obviously a trophy on the line as well. There's, there's pride on the line, isn't there? And, those players that play well against Winter we want to play well again. And we mentioned before Dion Cross, didn't we? And players like that who were probably, I don't like saying first choice, but no, players who are probably on the fringes, so to speak. It's up to them to play well and, and put themselves in contention because anybody could play in that cast game. If you're playing well, you're going to get picked under Paul Rowley. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, because obviously we've got quality in, in, diff- in all areas now, Paul. So, everyone's vying for that place now that pushes everyone forward it's going to be interesting to see uh, the kind of team that Paul Rowley puts out because we've got obviously bodies available now and, and it's about the balance of rotating the team and making sure everyone gets fit and, and playing the right people in the right places and getting the processes in place well yeah you've got you've got your two halfbacks you've got Brody Croft and Mark Sneed there but you've also got another cracking player in Chris Atkin who can play halfback and he can also play hooker so you've got that competition there so it's not the case that Mark Sneed and Brody Croft can just sit back on the laurels and say well we're, we're in because we're the halfbacks because there's, there's Chris Atkin waiting there I know Chris will play will play hooker anyway or if he's asked to play there but it's nice to have that that player breathing down your neck, isn't it? Because you might not think that, but I think any player would rather have somebody behind him pushing him that that bit more because it makes you play play better. So, uh, so yeah, as I said, I think it's a step up this this week, but it's just going to be a step up intensity. I think Alex is going to be a bit quicker. They're going to be a bit stronger, um, and I'm interested to see how we go and how how we cope with it and how, how we sort of throw our attacking shapes there and are we going to do anything different it's going to be interesting to see it'll be interesting to see if, we, if anybody else comes into the, the side who didn't play I know Dan Sargent I think still suspended I think he's yeah. got three matches didn't he so he'll he'll still be out but um, I know Callum Watkins is still injured so yeah. will we see the likes of Jack Armour or Joe Burgess I think he's still out isn't it but we'll, we'll see what happens we've also got the other guy as well um, Amir Burra the, yep. the, the young hooker we didn't see him at weekend so whether he'll come in as well uh, yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to it it should be a good night it's going to be cold I think I believe it's going to be, it's going to be I took the dog out tonight it's absolutely freezing about 8 o'clock so uh, yeah get wrapped up warm for Friday night at the AJ Bell yeah, uh, Joe Burgess and Amir Burra both in the 25-man squad, Paul. Uh, Jack Stevens is also in there as well. He was in against Swinton and uh, he looked good when he came on. He did. I saw um, Jack Stevens last year. I went down to one of the training, the open training sessions that they had at the AJ Bell and um, saw him down there in the training pitch. And he, only, he looked like a young lad to me, training with him. So you can see, see by the shape of him, he's, he's not, you know, got like he's sort of man size yet, but what I did see of him was a really clever player, really good pair of hands, and you you, you could see that he had something. Uh, I remember talking to to Alan Bradshaw about him and saying, you know, watch him, he's 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 really got something about him. So I was excited to see him when he came on at the at the weekend, and yeah, he's still only he's sort of a say skinny, but he's not sort of bulked up just yet. But he looked the part. He didn't look out of place. He looked the part on 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 Saturday and. His hands were good, and um, and yeah, I enjoyed to see him see him play. So uh, so yeah, he, he's he's another player. I'd like to see him get, get some more game time at the weekend because he's he's definitely one for the future. 
Yeah, it's going to be exciting. We've got Paul Parkin just jumped on. Looks like he's been uh, shoveling snow with a with a with a hot bobby hat like that. Is, uh, is that a birthday present, uh, Parker? Yes, uh, it looks like my uh, my request last week was was granted and uh, thought <laughs> oh. arrived. So Good yeah, stuff. very happy. Very a bit warm in the house with it on, like, but. Uh, yeah, I thought I'd let everybody know that I did get one. Ah, exciting. We, we, we thought you've got another 46 in a box next year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting for them, waiting yeah. for all the presents. We're still we're just chatting on about the the, the Halifax game. Um, you know, what, what what's your thought process on the Halifax game? What are you looking forward to? Um, I think looking at the squad that's been released, yeah. I think I want to see, obviously, the players that didn't get a game at the weekend get a chance. See what their their fitness levels are like, but it's it's more about what I saw on on Saturday against Swinton. These these partnerships and and working together, mm. um, especially Croft and Snade. I thought they looked really good together on on Saturday, and I want to see more of that. More of that, you know. Let let's get that flow going between them, um, uh, and, and I think as well someone like uh, Amir Borah coming into the squad. As our backup hooker, he's going to need time. I want to see what he can do, uh, you know, because it'll be a test on. It'll be a test against Dalek Fast. They're not, like I said last week, they're not a bad side at all. So, um, yeah, I think I think it's more just working on the combinations. You know, uh, an extra couple of players are back into the squad now, so we can uh, we can start sort of looking like we should be doing for the start of the season. I know there's still a few missing with injuries and uh, uh, and Tim uh, Lafay. Uh, I think he's got his visa now, hasn't he? But he's he still won't be here for this. But uh, yeah, it's just about getting the combinations right, really. Yeah, exciting times. I was like Paul said before, a friend of the show, we'll call him Paul uh, Dan Murray for for Halifax. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. could see how he's developed. Yeah, I like Dan when he was with us. He was a, he was an impressive player. Um, a little bit surprised when when he left us. Uh, he went over to to OKR, didn't he? Um, before heading back to Halifax, and uh, we got Ryan Lannan back. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a good player. He, he seemed to be learning every every week when I watched him, because he he, def- he was definitely raw when we first got him. He looked a bit, you know, he, he sometimes looked a bit lost in games. And for a, you know, for a big obviously forward, you need him getting stuck in. Um, but then towards the end of his time with us, and obviously Ulcar had seen something in him. He um, he stepped it up and he did look like a decent player. I read quite a few of his things on Twitter and he's uh, he's a good lad. He's, he's a, he seems like a nice lad to have about as well. So it'd be good to see him back, um, you know, another another old face visiting us, um, of which there's, there's some every week at the moment. But uh, yeah, no, I liked, I liked Dan. I thought he was a bit unlucky with us not to get more of a chance. But who knows, you know, different time, different coaches. You never know, but uh, I'm sure he's got a, a few points to prove. You said the weather was going to be cold, Paul. Anything on that? Is it going to rain or is it going to be fine? It's going to be nice, isn't it, tomorrow? I think mm-hmm. it's going to be dry, isn't it? It's going to be dry and, and, and sunny and what have you, but yeah, definitely cold, mate. It wasn't too bad on, on Saturday against Swinton. Mm-hmm. The sun was mm-hmm. out and it, do you know what? That's the, one of the first times I've been to the AJ Bell Stadium with no wind. It just seemed like really still. <laughs> but um, no, I think I, I'm going to put a couple of coats on on uh, Friday, uh, Friday night, tomorrow night. I'm definitely going to be wrapped up. Bob, Bob, I'll have two Bobby hats on me. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to come in handy, Parker. Oh, very much so. I must say, I, I thought that about the weather, actually, on the, on Saturday. I sat there and I, I was expecting to be freezing. I got really wrapped up and 
It was actually really well, especially in the sun at that far end of the stand where we were. It was when the sun hit, it was really warm. It made for a, a, a really pleasant day, pleasant afternoon out. Um, and obviously, you know, throwing a game of rugby with it, it's uh, it, it was quite good. But yeah, I think tomorrow will be a bit different. I think we'll be back to the usual sort of AJ Bell. Um, I think it was built on an iceberg, that place <laughs> usually freezing. So uh, yeah, I'll definitely be wearing my new hat. Definitely. Yep. So, Paul, give us your prediction for the match against Halifax. Um, tomorrow, um, oh, let me think. I'm going to go Salford 34, Halifax 12. 34, 12. Is there a story behind that? Um, no. Not really, no. I'll, I'll say that. Okay. I, I'd say um, I'm going to go for another Shane Wright try. I think he'll score again. Enjoyed his performance last week. Like him. Parker, what have you what have you got for me? Yeah, I think uh, I think it'll probably be a little bit closer. Although to be fair, I'm, I'm full of praise for Swinton last week. Mm. I thought they were really good. Um, I'd, I'd uh, I think the step up in quality, but I still fancy with these extra players now. Twenty five man squad this week. Not you know not the nineteen mm. we were at last week. A bit yeah. more changing will disrupt things. We know we mentioned that last week, but. Um, I, I think we'll. Uh, I think we'll be okay. I'll go forty-four ten. Forty-four ten. Is there a story behind that? No, just thought of it off the top of my head. Then it came okay. to me, so I'm going to stick with it. Fair enough. Best way I- to be. <laughs> right, I'm going to go Salford twenty-eight, Halifax six, and I'm going CO hat trick. Close. Mm. I think it'd be a. Be kind of game that they'll they'll kind of work the processes and making sure that we're the engines ticking over rather than wanting to score on every set, Paul. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. I think Paul Rowley will be pleased with the six. If it's just six, I mean, mm. he'd probably be disappointed, as I said before, about conceding a couple of tries against Swinton. I mean, I bet their target was to nil Swinton. No disrespect to them, but I bet it was. So his target on on tomorrow. Over to you know keep that defence watertight, you know, and then a bit ready for, for for Warrington. I think it's two weeks after, isn't it? So, uh, so yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be a good t- good test this one. Yeah, I think like 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 Paul said, then I think Paul Rowley will certainly just be focusing a lot more on defence. Um, I mean, we we didn't we weren't overly troubled. Let's be honest, but one of their tries was a little bit soft the other day. But they did you know they did throw the ball out and cause a few problems. Um, the, the one thing for me that I'd like to see, by the way, is, is, is the ball handling just a little bit crisper. I know it's, it's been months since he played, and this is what I mean, this is what these friendlies are for, but uh, I thought too many balls went to ground at times um, the, the other day. But overall, it, it was a good run out, wasn't it? And like Paul said, there were some impressive uh, performances there in, in Wright and Taylor, and, and the two halfbacks looked good, and uh, and, and Dion De- De- Cross was was. Sensational! I was I was surprised how good he was playing out of position. So it's good to see him all again this week. A bit more rotation probably, um, but yeah, we should be well up for it, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So that's the end of this uh, podcast, uh, Parker. Brief appearance, but a good one as well. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's, uh, other things came up um, on this on, on this night. Um, I won't do it again. I promise. <laughs> uh, it's. Uh, but yeah. Um, I'll uh, I'll be looking forward to next week, and I'll be I'll be fully loaded with all the points I haven't made this week. <laughs> We're all going to be sat here waiting on on the edge of our seats that way, Paul. 
I'm glad he came on wearing that bobble because I want one of them. No, 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 I've seen it. I like a bobble like me. I've got a right collection, so uh, especially with this barnet that I'm growing. So, uh, so yeah, you know, looking forward to it, lads. Looking forward to Friday night. Yeah, so big thanks for tuning to this week's uh, podcast. Don't forget our pop-up podcast with uh, Vanessa Hadley, uh, where she talks about how much she's enjoying playing for Salford. It's well worth a listen, so make sure you tune into the Thank pop-up you. podcast in the next couple of days. I'm Rob Parkinson. You can find us on Facebook, Devil the Detail, SRD. You can find us on Twitter, at DITDSRD. And you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Radio Contact, Spotify, and YouTube. See you next week.